All right, folks, what is going on this episode 389 of the First and Frame Rate Show? I am VF Baller, and today we're going to talk more Georgia Southern football. Over here, we talk about Georgia Southern and Atlanta Falcons football, but not much has been going on in, with the Atlanta Falcons. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of a little quiet over there, but over in, in Eagle Nation, it's kind of picking up a little bit. We picked up a couple of uh, recruits from you know that transferred from minnesota and louisville respectively and they're on the team but we're going to go look a little bit ahead forward down the road to the running backs that we have um we're going to talk a little bit about amari arnold we're also going to talk about terrence gibbs and we're going to discuss if we if georgia southern is going to continue to sustain the legacy of running backs going forward because coach clay helton does talk a little bit about the running back situation at Georgia Southern, and uh, we're going to touch on that. Now, mostly we, you know, hear about Clay Helton. We talk about the passing game, especially with Calvin Treats coming in. But I think we got something really special with the running back situation. We're going to touch on that today. All right, if this is your first time here, welcome. This is the first and frame rate show. Once again, I am VF Baller, and uh, I can be found on YouTube. And Rumble. I'm also on Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Uh, like I said, we talk about Georgia Southern and Atlanta Falcons football, and we're going to get into this topic right here. I, I mean, for the past few months, I've been very, very excited about what's been going on at Georgia Southern. And I mean, I knew once Coach Clay Helton stepped on, you know, the grounds of Georgia Southern University, I knew something special was going to happen. Um, whatever that, that happened with the situation at USC, I get it. You know, you don't, you know, do your best at certain places. That's what for anybody, anywhere, some jobs aren't for you. Some jobs are, are for you, but overall, I think he did okay at, at USC, maybe not to their standards, but that's another story for another day. I think he did okay with him coming to Georgia Southern and the changes that he's made is no sh nothing short of phenomenal the transfers the recruits the the culture the vibe the atmosphere all of that stuff has been really really exciting and i can't see how anybody who's been watching what's going on how could you not be excited um i know there's been some you know ups and downs with the former coach and we love coach Lunsford but he's moving on to I ain't going to say bigger, but necessarily better things because where he is now, it's a beautiful place down there in Boca Raton. I think it's Boca Raton, Florida. But, and, uh, you know, it, it you know, I, I want to visit, you know, but nevertheless, Coach Clay Helton bringing in a wholly different culture, and it looks very promising. We're going to talk about these two running backs that he, um uh you know, helped bring into Statesboro. And. Like I said, we're going to talk about the legacy of, you know, running backs at Georgia Southern. Can it be sustained with these two guys coming in after the ones we have now? Now, we want to talk about Amari Arnold. I'm going to talk about his stats, and I'm going to give you my thoughts and opinions on him. Amari Arnold was, uh, he ended up committing to Georgia Southern. I think it was around in February, or whatever the case may be. Um, I want to say it was around February. And uh, with that being said, I want to apologize to you guys because I never really looked at this kid's stats. I, I mean, we, everybody knows about the game that he had and, and um, the, the one game he had, like 21 carries for 321. But if you look at his overall stats his senior year, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i just going to read them to you. And I'll put the link in the description so you guys could check this out. 
the senior year of him uh playing football uh man this is a phenomenal he ran the ball 217 times for 2,544 yards, 11.7 yards per carry, averaging over 180 yards a game. Uh, he had 42 touchdowns. Th that is insane when you think about it. when I when I look at somebody like this, you know, and and I mean he I mean he helped put Brooks County in one of the top level teams in the state of Georgia, uh, but. When you look at a guy like this, I haven't seen numbers like this, not in close to after I saw Jalen White's numbers in, in Daleville, Alabama, which I, I know somewhere on this channel, or if you're looking at YouTube, you can look at those stats. Or could, you can talk about the Well, I talk about those stats in a video where I was looking like, wow, this is amazing. And the this kid with the speed that he has is going to bring a presence to Georgia Southern running game that some that that we're basically we're used to. We're used to seeing kids or, or, or football players that have like blazing speed. When I talk about sustaining the legacy, you 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 talk about guys that that are just outright fast. The Gerald Greens of the world is one of them, and I don't even want to go down the names because there's so many running backs that we had that are just phenomenal, and not just running backs, just ball carriers. You know, I don't want to go down that list because it, it it I will be here forever. But if you know anything about Georgia Southern football, you know what I'm talking about. So with the speed this kid has, the rushing yards, 2,544 yards, averaging over 180 yards a game, 42 touchdowns. He went over 100 yards, uh, 100 yards plus 11 times in 14 games. So he fits right in with what, you know, just Georgia Southern football wants to do. And it's going to be really interesting to see how Coach Clay Helton, you know, implements that in his game or his game plan. And I'll, 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 you will listen to some words from him in a minute about what he wants out of his running backs or the type of running backs he's looking for. So that's going to be really interesting. So I think he, I think Omariano just fits right in to what Georgia Southern football does as far as running the ball, even though that this whole situation is kind of turning. For different turning a new leaf as far as offense goes. Terrence Gibbs uh played football at Masters, it says right here, Masters Academy in uh Odevio, Florida. I think I said that right. Um, nevertheless, uh his I wanna I wanna go back. Let me see. Okay, I'm looking at it right here. His freshman year, he ran for fifteen hundred yards. His sophomore year, he ran for a thousand yards, a thousand ninety-two. Averaging 150 in his freshman year, averaging 121 his uh sophomore year. Now, his junior year, he ended up going down with an ACL tear. And with that being said, he was able to, you know, recover from that. But at the same time, he was going to commit to Florida. And once he pulled away from Florida, the recruiting, you know, uh, you know, recruiting was open and a lot of teams decided they wanted to come at him. I think uh, Texas was one of them. And uh, I think it was another power five school that wanted him. So they wanted Terrence Gibbs uh, services. Now, Terrence Gibbs is the type of kid that's going to possibly end up running over people at six foot one. And he's possibly going to end up at 210, 215, 220. And they say he has uh breakaway speed as well as power so when you have these two running backs here 
one kid that can outrun everybody for the most part. And you have a, a Terrence Gibbs that are, is that's basically a bruiser, but has that mix between where he can, you know, you know, make some things happen. I also feel that Terrence Gibbs is going to be that guy that can continue that legacy of running backs. Now, also, you have to understand that Terrence Gibbs was classified as a four-star running back and, 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 you know, in various places. So for him to get picked up by Georgia Southern, it was a really big deal. Now, also what I want to say about Terrence Gibbs, this is a win. This is a really good, comfortable situation for Terrence Gibbs because even though he went down the ACL tear, it gives him a chance to really work his way back into football shape slowly. He doesn't have to worry about trying to go out there and play right away or they try to give him a lot of reps because he's he's going to be behind on the depth. I, I would think. I'm not going to say I don't know what it is. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I know what it is. He may be a little bit back on the depth chart and be played sparingly. And uh, that just a perfect situation for him. Uh, I don't know. A lot of people saying that he may play right away along with Jalen Wyatt and, and Gerald Green. I'm not so sure about that, but I'm confident, uh, you know, that he would be ready to go if need be. And that's, you know, the, the thing about it. At the end of the day, Terrence Gibbs is in a pretty good situation because this one year that he's sitting in college, he can watch and see how things go. It's not much pressure on him. And uh, not only that, I mean, I'm pretty sure he's fully healed. I'm not saying that he's not healed, but he, he can slowly work his way back in. That's why I said that he could come in when, you know, uh, let's say garbage time or if they really want to see that what he can do. Now, not only that, what if he comes in and just start outshining everybody? Now, I know that's a tall task, but what if that happens? It, this is a good, really good situation to have for Georgia Southern because the thing about running backs is you don't have to rely on a bell cow fully. You want a guy that's going to be a primary guy, but you don't really want to put that much on players, running backs for, per se. So, um, like I said, once again, it's a really good situation. Now, I want to talk about briefly Jalen White, J.D. King, uh, uh, Gerald Green, other, the other running backs we have here, um, I think those three guys in general, that you know, we already know what we got out of those three guys. Those three guys can actually put, you know, some numbers up. So that's not the problem. I think they're going to sustain that legacy as far as the running backs and the names of running backs that came through, uh, you know, that came through Georgia Southern, you know, the Wesley Fields of the world and everybody that was behind him. You know, they've done a very good job of making sure we can run the ball at a very elite level. Now, Coach Clay Helton, before I go, I want to put Coach Clay Helton out here and give you his take on getting these two guys, the Amari Arnold uh, of the, you know, getting Amari Arnold and Terrence Gibbs. So we're going to listen to what he had to say when um, the press conference was about him actually, uh, you know, picking up these recruits and what he thought of them. So let's run that real quick and uh, give you my thoughts and opinions on that before we get out of here. In, in being able to look at that room right from the get-go and having a, a J.D. King, uh, you know, being able to have Gerald, being able to have a Jalen White, you know, we saw immense talent within that unit, but experienced talent. And we really felt like we needed to bring that same level of talent in this class. And to be able to acquire an Amari Arnold, who really shined this year in his senior season, 
uh, and, and now add a, a Terrence Gibbs. I mean, you're talking about the best of all worlds, both now and for the future. Um, and it was a great combination for us. You know, when you look at the two styles of the two running backs, you kind of got thunder and, and lightning. You know, you got a guy that's probably going to end up being 220 pounds in Terrence that really brings explosiveness, brings great running ability between the tackles. And then you got Amari that you hold your breath every time he touches the ball because it, it could go the distance with his speed and, and especially, you know, his ability out in space to make the, the last man miss. Um, you know, it was a great combination for us. So we came in uh, to this recruiting class know, knowing that, you know, the running back position was one of our strongest, if not the strongest, uh, on our football team. But we also knew it was, uh, it was guys that were going into their fifth year their third year. They were older guys and we really needed to invest not only for the present but for the future in the two young men that we signed. But see, that's what I was saying. I didn't want to keep that going. Sorry about that. But that just goes back to what I was saying about sustaining that legacy. At the end of that, you heard him say like, uh oh, I want to be I won't be remiss. That 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 clip is courtesy of Savannah Morning News, SavannahNow.com. Uh, I do want to give credit where credit is due. But uh, what I want to say is, um, he goes back to just saying like, you know, you got guys that are here that can make things happen. The Thunder and Lightning, the Jalen White, the J.D. King, the Joe Greens. Joe Green is that Lightning. You know, Jalen White and J.D. King is that thunder, you know, but when you bring other guys in like a Gibbs and Amari uh, Arnold, they're, they're basically bringing new guys in that can bring, that can fill that same, you know, a uh, void. If the, you know, there isn't really a void, but just, just to fill those shoes of the guys that are going out the door once they graduate or they decide to declare for the draft early. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if that happens, especially if we have a, a successful season. And that's another thing you got to think about. It. If we have a successful season and they say, you know, a couple of these guys do decide to declare for the draft. You got these guys right here already in waiting. And if they get a little bit of playing time and get a little bit of taste of college football, they'll be ready to go right out the gate. So it's a really good situation for Georgia Southern. Once again, you know, we talk about the quarterbacks. We talked about the receivers. We talk about some guys on defense. One thing, and, and it's a reason why we don't talk about running backs too much because we've been spoiled. We've been spoiled to feel like, you know, running back, we're going to always run the ball. We're always going to be able to run the ball very well. I mean, we run two, three, four hundred yards a game. But this offense is different, and it's a, really, it's a really big deal. Even with the offense being different, we still are able to get high caliber, uh, you know, high caliber running backs. You know, I mean, Terrence Gibbs was, like, actually being recruited by, you know, some Power 5 schools. I'm not sure about Amari Arnold. I know that. Um, I think Appalachian State and Coastal wanted him, but sorry, we end up getting him, and that's how we rolled out here in Georgia Southern when it comes to running back. So you know how it is. Nevertheless, we end up getting you know these two guys, and uh, it's safe to say when you really look at everything that has happened, I think we're going to continue to you know sustain that legacy. I think we're going to continue to have pretty good running backs coming through here. We also have to understand that you know. As far as talent goes, um, Coach Clay Helton has put some pretty good uh, running backs into the. In, in, I mean, I, 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 into the uh, pros. You know, uh, I, I know uh, what's his name, uh, Williams from Memphis was one of them. You know, so it was a. Uh, 
you know, that's one thing that he was really good at, you know, that. And I think it was a couple of the running backs out of USC as well. I don't want to, you know, try to chase everything down and try to find it because that was on a fly when I was trying to figure it out. But I know D'Angelo Williams from Memphis was one of them. So he has the capability to have an eye for talent when it comes to, you know, running backs. And you know, one thing, you know, before I close, because I know I've been going for over 15 minutes, I try to keep this between 15 and 25. Coach Clay Helton has a very good eye for talent. And I would be remiss if I don't give him props for that because clearly we're seeing it with this transition to uh, the new form of Georgia Southern football. Also, um, I think it's Matt Merritt, the running backs coach from Tennessee. He's another guy that's down here that can help these running backs get to the next level. So not only just Coach Clay Helton, the staff in general, you know, not just the running backs coach, but you look at all these other ones, other guys that are staff members at George Southern football with George Southern football uh, program. We have some really good, really good staff members in talent here. Whoever said three and nine, they may be in the rude awakening, but we'll talk about the record and, you know, other things going forward and more likely closer to the season. I touched on it one time already, but, once we get closer, we'll touch on it again. Best believe, because there's too many people out here giving us sub-500 records. Definitely going to have to address that. If you like this commentary, hit the like button. If you like this podcast, share this podcast. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Hopefully, you guys are um, really enjoying this, because, I mean, we're we're rolling. We're 11 away. Uh, this one's pretty much in the can. We're going to be 10 away from 400 episodes. Shout out to the guys who st helped start this podcast, um, DJ81 and Bills Fourth. They started, you know, they helped me start this. I turned it into something else. But those guys, it wouldn't have been, you know, definitely wouldn't have been anything without those guys. Um, shout out to uh, many others who helped, which I will go down that list one day. Don't want to go down there now. But those two guys definitely deserves a lot of praise. Um, also, you the viewer, the listener deserves a lot of praise as well. I really appreciate you guys coming through on a daily basis, showing love and support. I cannot do this without y'all. And, you know, this is just a beautiful thing. And getting closer to the football season, I see the growth. And it's not just me just doing this. It's you guys. Because without you guys, I, I wouldn't be trying my best every, every time. I thank you guys very much. If you want to catch out all the uh, podcast avenues, it's Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, um, Apple and Google Podcasts. Give me a five-star rating over there. Also, if you want to watch this podcast, it's on YouTube and Rumble. The Rumble situation is fixed. You should, All the podcasts should be up there if you want to watch on Rumble. And uh, for the most part, I'll see you guys on Thursday. Enjoy your Wednesday. Make the most of it. It's hump day. Everything is going downhill from there. And with that being said, you know, you guys take it easy. You guys be blessed. Peace.